Hi friends, the marketing engine is about stories, brands, concepts and ideas revolving around marketing. We promise to provide content and trends in an absolutely unfiltered yet interesting way. Let's dive straight into the podcast now. I hope you enjoy your content. Hello listeners. I welcome you all to the Marketing Tintin. Our aim is to bring out real life stories of leading marketers and inspire budding students. Today we have with us Mr. Chinmay Shinoy, who is currently leading as a global brand director at Procter and Gamble US. Chinmay is extremely passionate about building brands and his areas of expertise lie in analytics and insight functions. Prior to working with Procter and Gamble, he's also worked with Nielsen in the department of retail and media analytics. Chinwe deeply believes in the concept of all in or nothing. A very warm welcome Chinwe. We are extremely honored to have you with us. How are you doing today? Terrific. Best day of my life. How are you doing? I'm doing great and thank you so much for taking the time out and being here with us. Thank you so much. No, this is good and I think the initiative that you've started is so helpful because as I look back, I can clearly imagine myself in one of the scenarios of who your listener is going to be and wanting to hear about some of this real life experiences to guide uh what you see, what you read online versus what it actually is. It's like the job scopes are so different. They vary by industry, they vary by location, they vary by yeah. brands. So, this is a really good initiative that you've started which will help a lot of people to really identify why they are choosing what they're going to choose absolutely chunman i'm sure your experience is going to add value to a lot of students i hope so yes uh so chunman we wanted to know how how does uh, a typical day at your work look like how, how is it like to be a global brand director and um, we know that you've recently moved from singapore to us so what are the differences that you notice in the work culture Sure. As a global brand director, I essentially worked on uh, always discreet. So that's like the in India and in Asia, it's called whisper. So mm-hmm. the menstrual whisper that you would have heard of. In yeah. this part of the world, it's called always. And within that, there's an emerging category called as adult incontinence. When you cough, when you sneeze, mm-hmm. there's a bit of leaks, bladder leaks, and there are products that are designed for these this uh, this type of issue. Uh, mm-hmm. It's different from soaking up blood uh, and that's why there are different products which actually solve and do a much better job of absorbing blood leaks. Uh, mm-hmm. It's coming up in many countries and I was fortunate to be part of the team that launched this product in Japan. And that's how I was based in Singapore. And based off that work and the results, I was eventually able to move to the US and I continue to work on adult incontinence and always discreet. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a day-to-day basis, I would say my primary goal is to identify uh, the new and the next big innovation from mm-hmm. a product, from a package, from a communication, um, mm-hmm. and anything that you'll see starting the next two years and beyond. I mm-hmm. would have touched some aspect of it globally in either North America or in Europe uh, or in like Asia, primarily Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to specify a bit more, my day typically starts at about 7 or 8 a.m. in the morning. I, I And this is a change actually versus uh, Singapore, where it would typically mm-hmm. start around 8.39. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, but I would end up working 12 hours. But here it's it's a lot more, I would say, balance. Especially okay. when I work in the US versus whatever mm-hmm. I'd heard before. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of balance where between, say, 7 or 8 a.m. in the morning till like mm-hmm. 4 a.m. People are hyper-focused. Uh, there are chunks of two two hours in which they would really plan their day, mm-hmm. work, no too much chit-chat not too much just mm-hmm. going around here and there but focused work and very mm-hmm. efficient sort of a system uh, versus what I've done in Asia um, of course relationships matter even here uh, yeah. but I just see that US feels a bit more like take the biggest of the biggest things on your job on a day-to-day basis and it might be that you take the entire thing week to work on just one thing mm-hmm. but you work on it with such deep focus that when you do it, you knock it out of the park. Hmm. And I think that's been my biggest learning about mm-hmm. what my experience has been in Singapore versus Mumbai versus now mm-hmm. in the US. Uh, to give you an example, um, mm-hmm. and to give you an example, like if I'm working today, like I have to solve for all three, right? I have to get yeah. new innovation, I have to find a new package, and I have to find a new communication. But practically this week, I've just been focused on identifying what ways in which I could evolve my packaging in a way that can mm-hmm. uh, truly be superior on the shelf mm-hmm. with the consumers. And it goes about learning from everything that I have globally and externally, internally, and absorbing mm-hmm. the knowledge to identify something. If I were to do this in Singapore or when I was in Mumbai, yeah. I think I would break it down into chunks of day. Oh, today I'll do this. Oh, tomorrow okay. I'll work on that. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. is also works, but it sometimes breaks your flow. Mm-hmm. So as you said in the beginning, going all in, it's been my principle. And I've seen yeah. like in the US, I'm actually able to go all in mm-hmm. and derive the solutions. Yeah. Thanks for sharing, Chinma. I think your answer was extremely candid and uh, this is the first time I got to know about the the work culture differences. We heard a lot, but your answer actually uh, made us realize that there is difference and uh, how people manage it. And I'm glad that you're able to finally find that uh, fine balance between uh, work and personal life. Yeah. And it's intentional as well. So it really works better. And the more break I take, I feel my outputs are getting better. So whoever is listening, <laughs> if anyone is making you work 12 hours, please fight back. And if you all don't do it at <laughs> early on in your careers, then these managers will just continue to do that for everyone else, even after, even whoever comes after you. So it's yeah. really in your hands today to ask for what you'd want and then drive the change. Yeah. Most definitely, I think it's it's on us uh, who wants to decide where we want to invest our time. So we have to take our time and find that balance. Um, so moving forward, Chinmay, uh, we were going through a LinkedIn profile in details. So we saw that you launched Whisper Adult in Japan. So you wanted to hear a couple of examples of what were the difficulties you faced during that project? Any few instances that you would want to share with us? Sure. Um this was just in my second year at PNG. It was a huge mm-hmm. launch in Asia. Uh, Whisper is a very well, well-known brand, of course, and Adult Incontinence is yeah. one of the best and growing categories in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, working on Japan as a non-Japanese, I think, was the first biggest challenge that I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, imagine, like, I've grown up in Mumbai, idly parel. Mm-hmm. 
and from there suddenly when you're working on japan and you have no context of the market mm. it that's where the i think the power of understanding mm-hmm. through empathy and when i say empathy mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. i mean more like you hear things from consumers but do you understand the tone with which she's talking about it you mm-hmm. see things and how they use it but can you identify the struggles fine lines mm-hmm. between okay she's trying to open a package she really struggling she may not say something but you see that she's turning it from this side to that side to third side yeah. trying to figure mm-hmm. she may be using a product but she says that you know i end up changing three times in a day mm-hmm. i think observing versus really understanding and listening became a bigger skill for me which okay. i feel mm-hmm. is important if mm-hmm. especially you aspire to be a global marketer Hmm. I also think it's important even if you just continue to live in India because it's not like all the states speak the same languages everyone yeah. has different yeah. sorts of behavior hmm. so the power of observation is what i would say was my first big learning hmm. uh, which holds me in good stead because eventually i might be working today on adult incontinence whisper and it's not a product that i use hmm. uh, and you can't always choose to work on something that you yeah. use right uh so that was i would say like the first one and it was almost a torture test given that i don't use the product i don't speak the yeah. language and read what's there on the package mm-hmm. uh but i am responsible responsible for delivering on the growth mm. the second one i would say is the power of continuous test and learn because for yeah. all you do it in digital world it's easier to do it but how do you do it in an offline space and develop ways for agile learning hmm. uh and that's because especially if you're new in a market yeah and right we launched newly into the market hmm. you don't know you don't know what's going to work and you might do one set of like consumer qualitatives you think it works it may not hmm. because it's just the consumer perception and how the eventual execution lands changes so pretty much have a plan for like every week every two weeks keep testing different things different ways having and continuously building a business model in your mind that if i have to run this business these are the five things that are going to drive it hmm. for these five things these are the five different variables that exist okay. how do i continuously tweak and work on each of the variables okay to hmm. identify the best version of those five kbd mm-hmm. key business drivers that are going to work so hmm. and it's useful especially like so you don't know the language you can't understand the consumer uh, you can't read a package mm-hmm. and you don't have any context of their background and how they've grown up then how do you learn you listen you observe then you develop hypotheses and you keep yeah. testing and i think that's where sort of i come in as a different type of marketer because i came in from nielsen i worked in yeah. analytics and insights yeah. mm-hmm. i have a very strong research background and i've seen numbers close enough to know that numbers can sort of push and squeeze numbers hard enough they'll tell you the story that you want so rather you rely on relevant pings mm-hmm. and when i say ping like literally pings on what consumer keeps saying across mm-hmm. different elements and then identify what you want to do next so i think those were my two big sort of learnings uh, from that experience and it was such a tough experience so yeah
that was that was wonderful and it was extremely insightful children i mean i have being a marketing student i think uh, some things is one has to learn from beyond courses and curriculum we need to get on the ground and uh, do the real stuff but uh, definitely the highlight was uh, being empathetic and connecting to the consumers and not just completely relying on the numbers uh, and i feel it would have Absolutely. been really tough for you not using the product Uh, still empathizing with the people whom you've never met, never spoken in different market, completely altogether different country. But I've been really tough, but I'm glad that you aced well. Yeah, and and the other thing is that especially if you don't understand it, like one of the things I used to do is that I used to speak to my mom. So because <laughs> she had that, and then yeah. once she told her family members about it, mm-hmm. uh, when I say family members in the sense of friends and all, yeah, many women came to me and started to talk to me about it. and oh, by wow. the way it's not just women even men have bladder leaks so yeah. i started to talk to men also about it so the more you speak with people and especially okay i may not mm. understand a japanese but i can understand an indian i can understand yeah. an yeah. european and the problems don't change the way you want to change a diaper mm-hmm. is the same for a lady in brazil versus in india versus in vietnam mm-hmm. the same thing applies for gillette like if you're shaving in a certain way it's going yeah. to be the same everywhere but truly right. listening to more and more people i think it helps mm-hmm. uh, surprisingly i don't have a podcast what i listen to is consumer interviews again and again but yeah worked worked well yeah chirma so uh, moving ahead um, students are i'll be honest students are really fascinated to become uh, being a brand ambassador as a career so we wanted um, wanted to hear from you that is there any skill set or any expertise that they should fo- focus upon on their initial days of the career path yeah and i think you meant brand manager not brand ambassador <laughs> you said brand ambassador but brand okay manager. on brand <laughs> manager i think uh, the simplest one is the entire world is your stage uh you go to a store mm-hmm. any local store you see tons of packaging Mm-hmm. you open your phone you're seeing tons of advertising mm-hmm. you don't need to go somewhere outside to learn about any of these things if you literally look at like you're passing on a road driving on the highway and you see an advertising ask yourself why are they yeah. doing this yeah. what would have been the tension that they were trying to solve mm-hmm. for what have they tried to do in their execution what has the company tried to do on other different executions from the same brand you go to a store and you see a certain package and rely a lot on that gut Oh, that package caught my attention. Why did that yeah. happen? What is so different? Are there any other packages that I've seen that caught my attention in the same way? Oh, yes, because all of them had a color red, which was been which has mm-hmm. been catching my attention, or it had a certain type of font or typography which was catching my attention. Mm-hmm. What is driving that? Okay, it's big in size. Why is it big in size? Probably no. because the consumers who are reading it cannot read so easily. People like me. Oh, that's why they made it big. Are they doing it on that same brand, or are they doing it on all their packaging? You see all the other different packages. Like, oh, okay, they've learned something. So you develop your own sort of learning based on what you see around. Mm-hmm. And I think there's nothing that, especially in marketing and brand manager, can replace that because okay. that insight and the gut that you develop just seeing every kind of execution around you works the best. And you can do this as a skill set. even today if you are in your engineering or your uh, undergrad doing anything or your mba or even 10 years down like someone like me one of my best pastimes is to go to costco uh, costco is a big retailer here mm-hmm. it's like the future group in india and just okay. keep seeing like what exists and try down those relevant things again so yeah keep doing that 
I think the interest definitely comes from uh, inside and uh, I think uh, being a marketer, you just have to be curious, curious about everything and keep asking questions as to why this happened, why the color. And I think it just all comes from within when you're just excited and quite fascinated about brands and building one. But uh, exactly. your answer definitely has explained a lot of doubts that we've had for a long time now. And um, I'm sure when students are going to be in a position to be taking decisions, this answer will help them out as well. Um, Chinmay, uh, we know that you're you're a mentor who helps students on LinkedIn. So mm. what are your thoughts on guiding uh, budding Gen Zs who are just about to embark upon their co- corporate journey? Sure. I, this is one of the things I keep hearing often mm-hmm. um, nowadays is like, there was like dearth of information earlier. Now there is plenty like, of information. Yeah. And it's there are various factors that you might think about why you choose a certain career one maybe because oh this brand of company is nice second because oh these people who are my seniors who did well in their school or college i'll just follow their track third is you know it came up on glassdoor as the highest salary Mm -hmm. job all of that is rubbish for me it would help if you Based on your own personal experiences, and this could be before, during your undergrad, before your undergrad, during when you were young, try and identify what were truly the few sets of things which inspired you and you were passionate about. Um, so as an example, I have a friend who who started trading in the market, I think at the age of 11 or 12, of course, with his parents, mm-hmm, yeah. but he developed an interest and had the curiosity to continuously learn. He ended up in equity research. Um, someone like me, I always was seen as someone, I would be the person who would like be the MC. There was a, in my standard, in my school, we had a voting system for selecting of the school captain. And okay. people came in with various ideas like, mm-hmm. I am a candle, I am a helping hand, I am the star. Mm-hmm. Like these yeah. are the symbols they came mm-hmm. up with. Yeah. You know, and then connect the story. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm Ferrari. Number one, fast and efficient. And that's it. That was my first experience with branding and I ended up winning. So Mm -hmm. you need to know what you want and not rely on just what you're hearing everything online or seeing everything online. And then once you identify it, just go all in. We also tend to like jump to different things multiple times to like sort of, oh, will I like this? Will I like that? Stay in something long enough, go in depth and only then jump if you really feel you don't like it. And most often than not, when you see it, you know it that it will work is my only advice. So listen to everyone, but focus on your gut and then go all in. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so true. I mean, it's just that so much of easy access and easy information is there on the internet or everywhere around. The students do tend to get confused and get distracted as to what they really want. But I'm sure uh, deep dive, we need to kind of introspect within ourselves. What are we like? What, what actually gives us uh, happiness and joy, joy while being at work? So I think once they find that answer, they'll know where to go. Yeah. And like one of the things that had really helped me was like when I, was, I used to like browse on LinkedIn and see a lot about what people were doing, what kind of roles yeah, they did. Yeah. And that's when I realized that, okay, this person ended up becoming a brand director. What part did they follow? Yeah. So my path was very different from versus what you'd see typically online because I went in through the research route. So, okay, okay mm-hmm. that's a learning. But mm-hmm. first, it depends on what do I enjoy. So they need yeah. to figure out, I want to be a marketeer. 
then, now what route mm-hmm. this and then keep doing your research and build your own path great thanks for sharing that chinma thanks for sharing couple of uh, your personal story as well i mean i'm not going to forget the ferrari thing for anytime soon now <laughs> sure. um uh, chinma before we come to an end of this podcast we didn't tell you this but we have a small surprise for you Sure. So we'll play a quick rapid fire so that our audience gets to know you a little better. Probably the fun side of Chinmay. So, okay. Uh, so we'll ask you five questions, and each question has two options, and okay. you have to pick one, and you have to answer them really quick. Okay. Uh, shall we begin? I'm excited. Let's go. Uh, so, what do you prefer? You pre- prefer traveling, or you prefer uh, trying out different cuisines? Traveling. Okay. Or uh, US or Singapore or your favorite place to work? US. Fish curry or pizza? What would you prefer? Fish curry. Mountains or beaches? Mountains. Work from home or work from office? <sighs> work from office. Yeah. <laughs> And that's how we come to an end of our podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> for joining us today it was great hosting you chinmay and i'm sure our audience got to hear so many amazing insights and a new perspective with today's session thank you so much for joining us no thank you so much for taking time out to even connect with me and then can helping my work and my experience being shared with multiple other folks so thank you so much trisla thank you